Hello, <laughs> Schmowdy, everyone, and welcome to LMNOP, the podcast about the best show on television, the Elementary, Winter, starring Henry Cavill. <laughs> All right, that one is, from what I've seen, pretty good. It's not bad. I've heard some bad things, but I enjoy watching it. I've seen screen caps, basically, is all I've seen. <laughs> but he takes a bath, right? I mean, he sure does. He takes a few. What's not to love about that? Uh, how could you not like it? Well, even if it's so lovely and you get to see Henry Cavill's, uh, I assume, naked body, uh, <laughs> he does full frontal in The Witcher, right? Um, I don't, I don't know if I, I've seen that, <laughs> unfortunately. Now I'm Blink and you'll miss it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sure hope so. Maybe I just haven't gotten there yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, we're not talking about The rich Witcher. We are talking about Elementary, about Joan Watson and her pal, Sherlock Holmes. I'm your host, Val Cub. And I don't got no teeth. <laughs> I have a lovely guest with me today who you might recognize from some, from some other podcasts, sl- such as... Uh, my Pod Cabbages. Of, yeah. <laughs> my Pod Cabbages, yes. The big one. That's the noise space one. <laughs> You've been on City uh, City Girls Make Do. Yeah. Um, and uh, what was the one about the books? Uh, the Oh my God, I can't even remember what it's called. It's been so long. <laughs> it's the the name of the, the quote, the... The Quotesman's Fuck. I don't remember. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It's, if it's you a... know, you know. You've heard Summer in a podcast. <laughs> it's You've a... heard this guest in a podcast. Yeah. Summer. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, Summer. And I'm Lucy Lucan at Lucy Lou. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yes. I am, I am also always looking. We are all. We are all, respectfully. <laughs> So, have you ever seen um, an episode of Elementary before? Before this one, and, no. And what did you think? Yeah, my my only exposure to the show is just listening to your podcast. So this was I, I kind of wanted to do it that way. It's all a little bit more fun having like no context coming in just blind. <laughs> um, yeah, this it has like a the show has a very uncanny vibe to it in a way that I can't really quite describe, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's yeah, it's 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 kind of it's an, it's an interesting one. Mm. Yeah, I do kind of like that it's, it feels grounded in reality, but not too realistic. Yeah, for sure. I feel like I was like constantly getting pulled along to different <laughs> confusing moments. And I'm I'm sure there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of stuff that I probably just didn't know about because I haven't seen the other episodes. But like, there were moments where I'm like, what are what? How? How does that have to do with anything? <laughs> yeah yeah there was definitely a little bit of silliness in this episode um one thing that i that um when i asked for questions in the discord that joe pointed out was that this uh apparently this episode has the record for most uh wakings awakenings in the episode oh interesting of like one character falling asleep and the other one waking them up and it's like it's it is a running gag but it i did notice it i was like this is a lot of falling asleep wow that is bizarre. I can't even say if I even remember that happening. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Yes. Well, yeah, it was just such a roller coaster happening. <laughs> yeah. So the sh- the episode that we watched was season two, episode nineteen, "The Many Mouths of Aaron Colville." Sure was. Did you? When you got the reveal, or like when you saw when the title, the thing that the title is about happened, were you like, oh, duh? Um, I was kind of like, oh, why doesn't this happen more often? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. (laughs) Back, I feel like in season one, there were more um, episode titles that in retrospect were spoilers, and... I, I kind of feel like this episode title is is one of those where it's just like, wait, that's like a central part of yeah. the. I mean, it's, it happens pretty early, so that I don't is know. the core the core mechanic of the. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, plot. the episode starts with a pretty classic um, elementary cold open where they're at a crime scene and Sherlock is sitting crisscross applesauce on the floor contemplating the murder and um, they're basically like so. Isn't this a great crime scene we're at? Yes, this is what we've learned at it so far. <laughs> like, um, this most certainly is a crime scene. Yes, and and uh, Sherlock is like, okay, so you think that a thief came in here and bit this guy and killed him, the mor- a mortician in a funeral home, bit him and then stole his like corpse's jewelry and then uh, ran away. And Mark says like, Yep, that's basically it. And Sherlock's like, okay, why would you... That's such an impersonal crime. Why would you bite someone for that? (laughs) Yeah. I'm actually, like, so excited to, like, discuss this with you because I have this problem where I feel like I miss, like, a third of the information in everything I watch. So, for (laughs) like, to my memory, this, like, scene at the beginning, it was, like, a very contained moment that just, like... Like I said, it felt, like, completely almost disconnected from the rest of the show or the episode. Yeah, yeah. The, the cold opens do have that tendency to just uh, be okay, like... Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, kind of a, like a funny little detective <laughs> moment. It is a weird... There's like... It's a weird fake out, though, because the next thing that happens is this detective from the Bronx, from from the 5-3, comes in and she's like, we've had murders that match the same description. We had two recently that matched two from from 10 years ago that we thought we closed that case but now we're uh you know so this is probably part of our serial um you know because they had these two women had bite marks on their shoulders and this mortician Mm -hmm. has a bite mark on his shoulder and uh while she's saying that joan is like from pelham and she's like yeah (laughs) and then she just kind of looks she has this like not like suspicious look but just like oh like she's thinking of something (laughs) a meaningful look Mm mm-hmm and Sherlock says, um, well, you wasted your time by coming out here, actually, because this is not a murder. This is an accidental death. I love this one. I love the <laughs> the explanation of this one. As far as I could follow it, it's like, really? Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, the, the first thing about it is the mortician has no shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> and. And the explanation Sherlock gives is like, yeah, he was probably just embalming this woman with no shirt on so that he didn't get, like, the smell on his shirt. <laughs> I was like, that's sure. kind of anticlimactic <laughs> way of explaining that very weird visual, but okay. And then the accidental death came from the mortician falling on the body and, like, the weight of him falling, like, clamped the corpse's mouth shut uh, and, like, so gave him the... Um, the bite mark and then like after falling off of that he hit his head on the table and like 
landed on the ground and and died from that. (laughs) We also get the extra detail that this mortician was also high on what Sherlock uh, says is, quote unquote, wet with like air quotes. Which is a, embalming fluid mixed with oh. with marijuana. Fascinating. Okay. <laughs> I just thought yeah. there was just like some sort of in-universe drug called wet. Oh, which no. No, no. <laughs> I was very excited to find out about. <laughs> that would be quite an interesting it's like, just addition. <laughs> I think that's what our politicians take. <laughs> <laughs> They're very wet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then And then he says like, I think the thief came in like hours later and just like, like was planning on like, you know, bonking this mortician or whatever but didn't have to because he was already dead so he just like grabbed the jewels and and ran out Mm -hmm. and um he then takes a pin big long pin out of the body's like hair or something i don't whatever um (laughs) and bell is like is the pin important she looks like oh yes yes it is because the thief doesn't appear to have been able to escape the scene and so he opens the door to the like funeral freezer and like backs his way up while he's explaining his whole theory and just stabs the pin into one of the uh, (laughs) body's legs but then it's the thief so he's like and like sits up Sherlock's like oh sorry I thought you were a corpse (laughs) (laughs) I hope he didn't stab it too deep like what if he had found a more sensitive area by accident (laughs) oh god (laughs) (laughs) could have gone really south they would have had yeah he would have sued the department as well (laughs) I guess that's why he did it in the leg and not the guy's like heart. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like, oh, he is a cadaver after all. Okay. <laughs> I thought this was going to be the end of the intro, but um, I thought this was going to be the end of the episode, and he just like solved the whole crime in like three minutes. We got him. We got that's him. It. <laughs> that's the whole. That's the whole episode. Yeah. Some <laughs> of them are just are just shorter than others. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's forty minutes of credits. So. <laughs> So we then cut to outside because the the detective that had come from the Bronx is like, well, guess I wasted a trip. Goodbye. And Joan follows her out. And it's like, um, she asks her about the the killings in Pelham. The original murder is from 10 years previous. And the detective is like, I can, yeah, I can send you a copy of the files. Why are you so interested? (laughs) And I knew that there was a flashback in this episode. So I did think that we were immediately going into a flashback, but... Right. We don't. Uh, I have a question. So this whole like secondary sort of situation that Lucy mm-hmm. Liu's character Watson is like kind of processing mm-hmm. was that like ever actually on the show, or or did we like learn about this history like in this episode? Yeah, no, that is not on the show. Uh, we never see Joan, or like Joan in the show of Elementary is never a surgeon. Oh, okay, Interesting. she had already stopped being a surgeon for um. Yeah, a couple of years to be a sober companion and then now a consulting detective instead. Right. Yeah, so she never had the bangs to show that time has passed <laughs> on the show. Yeah, no, so we just, uh, we cut to um, a hospital where there's a surgeon and he's instructing these like, I don't know how the timeline for doctors work. Do you know like what who these people were? I have no idea. Just like, I, I want to say interns, but I don't think that's like a responsible thing for maybe like a surgeon to be. <laughs> right, right. But you know, this guy's cool because he's got like, he's got ska on while they're like cutting people open. Yes, they yes. All, like, have so much respect for his like musical taste. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you cannot let the gravity of the situation get to you in surgery. You gotta be groovy. <laughs> 
put some music on. You gotta have fun with it. You gotta, you gotta have. A, you gotta get silly. <laughs> Just get a in the silly. surgery room. Yeah, <laughs> on the OR table. <laughs> like, hey, pass me the chainsaw. Just kidding. I need the scalpel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like a regular surgeon. I'm a cool surgeon. <laughs> anyway, so so Joan walks in and he sees her and you know cut to in the hallway. He he comes out to talk to her and um, he's like. Wow, I haven't seen you in a long time. What's what's up? And Joan is like, we have to talk about Aaron Colville. Because he might have been innocent. We might have let an innocent man die that night. Oh. No. Murderers. So we don't know what this means, but <laughs> sounds very spooky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to think I record these episodes way in advance. <laughs> You're just so responsible like that. <laughs> the episode I recorded with Sam, he was like, yeah, yesterday we were talking about Aquaman, blah, blah, blah. And like by the time the, sh- the episode went up, we were like two thirds of the way through Shazam <laughs> for Zero to Zero. <laughs> it's like, don't, don't blow up our spot like that. Um, anyway, <laughs> so then we get the intro and it's the Rube Goldberg machine with the little rolling marble. Oh my God. I love a Rube Goldberg, mich- Goldberg machine. Goldberg machine. <laughs> did, you, did you like it? Yeah, I loved it. It put me in a Yay. great mood. Oh, nice. And the music <laughs> is all jaunty. Yeah. And it was just the right length. Like, yes. not too long, not too short. Yes. Just yes, like yes. a perfect little opening. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was very happy to know that you uh, you got the full the full intro. <laughs> or not just, not just the title card, because a lot of people have just been getting the title card recently. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. But now, coming back from the intro, we are in a flashback. So... This is 2005, and Joan has bangs and shorter hair to show that <laughs> this is 10 years ago. Time. Time. Yeah, this is like Joan's 10-year challenge. Um, I feel like there are a lot of decades in Lucy Lou's life where you could take a picture at one end and the other end, and like you would not be able to tell Yeah, which was which. <laughs> For sure. It would be like, oh, you changed your hair. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so they've got a patient. Uh, that like some EMTs are bringing in and they're like this guy's from Rikers Island and he he's got a <laughs> I don't remember what happened he got stabbed or something um <laughs> and they're like he's a oh he's Aaron Colville and Joan goes from the news oh shit no Joan from Rikers <laughs> yeah I think he was stabbed he was at the prison it's interesting because I think doesn't the surgeon say like he d- he didn't know who he was or something mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know how you would have possibly avoided, like, that kind of public knowledge. Yeah. Is that, is that something that like, surgeons are supposed to do? God. It seems wild. I don't think <laughs> I so. I mean, like, you'd have to be, like, a juror, but every yeah. for everyone all the time. Right. Yeah. No, I think I think you're just not supposed to let it get to you. Right, right. So. You have to be objective. Yeah. The EMT, like, mentions that he's an organ donor, and then we go into surgery, and they're blasting ska <laughs> uh the nurse is skanking in the corner um and the surgery is like it it goes wrong or whatever the thing that happened you know surgery is a very precarious situation so uh he starts flatlining aaron colville starts flatlining and the doctor is like oh i'm gonna give him a massage uh it's just a that's what nice he called shoulder massage <laughs> yeah he, he says like beginning massage which i think is just what you do when it's cpr but inside like on someone's actual heart it yeah. was just very 
It's a weird visual. Extremely uncomfortable to think about too much. (laughs) Yeah. I will begin my two-finger poke. Um, (laughs) Oh, I forgot. Right before the surgery starts, Aaron was like, and the surgeon (laughs) leans over to him and like puts his ear in front of his mouth and and Aaron, you know, says something. Who knows what he says? And then, um, yeah, in the surgery, uh, he starts flatlining. Uh, the surgeon's like, oh, let me, you know, give him the uh, in-the-rib in CPR. And Joan is like, he needs Epi right now. And the guy's like, give me a second. I'm going to figure this out. And then uh, when he, by, the, by the time he finally administers the Epi, it's too late. And Aaron Colville has died. After you heard, like, the whispering from Aaron, it's like his eyes just, like, glazed over. And I just assumed he was, like, thinking really hard about it <laughs> to the point where he, like, <laughs> forgot to give the proper treatment to him. So he was just like zoned out there for a minute. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, this is like a very high stress situation where like not doing anything is also doing something. Yeah, for sure. So like I could definitely see this being like he was thinking, like he was like, should I not do it? Like, should I <laughs> mess up on purpose or not? And like even taking a second to think about that is like, yeah, congratulations, you have messed up the surgery. <laughs> Yeah, so so Joan has, like, the same thought, basically. She's like, you know, did you do this on purpose? Did you, like, deny him care? Like, what did what did he say? And the surgeon is like, it was gibberish. It's just nothing. And I, I did my best. I make, I have to, you have to make calls as a surgeon. And goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, very over talking to Joan. Yeah, so intrigue. Medical mystery. Indeed. Sherlock text Joan and is like, I need you at the Broadstone. Come now. <laughs> and she gets there and he's like, I really wish you would reply to my text sooner. And he's, she's like, I wish you would not text me multiple times when I don't <laughs> reply. And he's like, well, you didn't respond. So I need to tell you again. Oh, is this like the UI that they have on their phones? Is this like a normal, do you see it pretty regularly? Yeah. I just couldn't help but notice that it looked like sort of like pre-iMessage kind of SMS. Like yeah. Old school chatting kind of thing. It is very, yeah. It's like one step removed from the like really round bubble SMS. <laughs> like yeah. an iPhone. Yeah, it just looks like that. Is it So that made me... That made me wonder, like, where this this is in time. Do we know that, or is it just supposed to be kind of ambiguous? No, yeah, it's it's um, connected to it. It's this is, uh, I think, twenty fifteen or twenty fourteen. Oh, okay, it's it's like supposed to be in present day um, right. from when it came when the episodes actually aired. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, not really early enough for that to be <laughs> what anyone's <laughs> phone looks like. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sherlock has very important, a very urgent matter to talk to Joan about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was so, actually really excited about his his little proposition. <laughs> I love this so much. This there this scene has a moment that I like have been anticipating for so long. Like, oh really? I started yeah, so I like I started the podcast because of the like second or third episode where he watches Joan do the lunch thing and like joins in because it's such a good moment of like <laughs> right yes they're getting to be friends and trust each other and like each other this was another one of just like I I can't fucking wait to <laughs> make people look at this because <laughs> because he's talking about he has a brother uh Mycroft who I almost wrote him I was going to write Mycroft in my notes and wrote out mine 
and like <laughs> knew that I was about to write Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard not to. It's right there. It's it's very close. Yeah. Minecraft. Minecraft Homes. I think that's perhaps a worse name than Sherlock. Yeah. <laughs> to have. <laughs> Minecraft or Minecraft? Minecraft. Minecraft. Okay. Right, right. I mean, yeah. Minecraft is, is unusual for sure. Minecraft, I don't know. He never would have survived in, like, today's schools, though, with a name like Mycroft. No, right. Yeah, well, actually, yeah, because, I mean, like, Mycroft, very nerdy. Minecraft, you'd either be, like, everyone would just be, like, your parents are fucking weird, or you'd be, like, the most popular kid in school. Cause yeah, true. Kids love Minecraft. That's very true. It wouldn't really <laughs> hit you until you're, like, an adult, and then it would get very yeah. bad very quickly. <laughs> Yeah, like, that's an unusual nickname. Mine? What's that short for? Please don't ask me. <laughs> don't make me finish. <laughs> yeah, so so Mycroft's, uh, like, rich friends from school or whatever are funding um, a search for this boat off the coast of somewhere or other. This, this, like, sunken treasure, basically, of this, like, boat that had a bunch of passengers and also a bunch of gold and stuff on it. And um, there's this huge finder's fee. And Sherlock is like, so I'm not saying we would do it for the huge amount of money that we would get for this, uh, but it would be an interesting little puzzle to solve. Could be very interesting. Mm -hmm. And this is like, there's so much detail for this thing that ultimately they do not do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like, I got all like hyped up. I was like, fuck yeah, we're going treasure hunting. Yeah, I was like, I don't remember this being the B plot of this episode, but okay. <laughs> Maybe it comes up later or something, because, like, I know there is an episode where there, where somebody is looking for a boat off the coast, you know, like some sunken, sunken boat somewhere right. with treasure in it. Cool. I don't know. But but the, the great part to me in this scene is Sherlock is like, so, like, what do you say? And Joan is like, yeah, that sounds fun. You should go. And he goes, it's only fun in the right company. And Aww. then he he extends his hand out to, like, indicate he means Joan. But he also kind of, it's its like, <laughs> he like has his hand on his shoulder, basically, and then like unfurls his entire arm, like <laughs> elbow to wrist and like extends his hand. And he's like, the, the shot is like a full, it's like a wide shot. So you can see his whole body as he like very proudly, like, it's its so like dorky and, and adorable. I love it so much because he's just Got like prince at the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, you, you're my friend, and you're good company. Aw. I love it. But then Joan is like, kind of has this look on her face like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Sherlock's like, where did you just go? Because, you know, Joan had gone on this trip to see the surgeon, surgeon guy. Oh, right, right. And so it is time for Joan to tell Sherlock. She loops him into her, her medical mystery. You know, they, they cut to there at the living room with all the files on the table, and he's like, hmm, so you think that maybe... You know, Aaron Colville didn't do it. Right. She she thought she recognized the bite marks. I remember her mentioning at one point. And I just thought that was the most wild thing I'd ever heard in my life. <laughs> I, don't think yeah. I, I don't think I would see it ever see a set of bite marks and think, oh, I know that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I would, if I ever saw a set of bite marks, I would be like, oh, that looks like every set of bite marks I've ever <laughs> yeah. seen. I'm not sure I would even recognize my own necessarily. Right. Yeah. I would make, I have like one tooth on my bottom of my bottom teeth that's like really not where it's supposed to be. <laughs> so I think I would recognize that, but I don't think I would recognize like my top teeth. 
Right. So they're just teeth. <laughs> oh, I just remembered I, I like sprinkled in just for fun. I sprinkled in a few uh, anagrams of Aaron Colville, if you'd like to hear some. <laughs> oh, yes. I would love <laughs> the to. <laughs> the first one I wrote down was Vanilla Cooler. Oh. I just thought like, you know, he has these very versatile parts of him that get sort of redistributed. <laughs> so I, I thought it would be thematic. <laughs> I think that is very fitting. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Vanilla Cooler. <laughs> Now, is that where you keep, like, your vanilla extract? Or is that where you keep all your, like, all your really regular sex stuff? <laughs> or it could also just be a, a, a declaration that vanilla is much cooler than chocolate. Oh, true. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> vanilla cooler gavel sound. <laughs> Bang. It's the hot take. The, the cool take of the, of the year. <laughs> right, right. You might not like to hear this. But vanilla cooler. But vanilla cooler. <laughs> so Sherlock is like, yeah, I mean, you know, dental records is kind of a made up science. He says it's like as accurate as scrying chicken bones or something. Mm. But he says, you know, I don't know that I've ever seen two suspects with identical teeth. So like, even if you can't def definitively match it to a person, like, usually they don't look exactly the same as other ones. Right. Can still get you somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So it is something to think about. And he asks her, you know, like, are you, you know, what does this mean? Like, are you upset about, or like, why, why do you, why do you care, I guess? And mm -hmm. uh, she, she's like, yeah, you know, like, I don't know if we accidentally, you know, I don't know if we act, if he died by accident or if it was, you know, kind of premeditated or whatever. And Sherlock is like, well, did you report the surgeon at the time? And if you didn't, then why are you beating yourself up for like not do not doing something that also probably wouldn't have mattered at all like right. 10 years ago. I think Joan is, you know, she's just like it's the principle of the thing. <laughs> so then uh then Sherlock says like okay, well, so if we want to solve this teeth murder, you know, we got to we got to get dental records and dental records are not like held by the state because they're technically medical records and um <sighs> So okay, so this is this where the like the hacker has like relevance yes, because yes. this fucking scene confused the hell out of me. I yes. for some reason did not connect these like concepts. Oh yes, yeah. Just, so <laughs> what the fuck? He like he goes to text his like regular tooth guy or whatever, and he's like, oh, I just remember my my London contact like stopped doing this for me because he like didn't want to get arrested or whatever. Um. <laughs> So yes, they're reaching out to the hacker collective that is definitely not called Anonymous and is called <laughs> Everyone. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. Mm -hmm. For some reason, I was also thinking that that was just like the like in-universe version of like Facebook or something. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. This is the, the hacker collective. And basically, um, the, the way that it works in this show is like everyone is like kind of like hacker wise, like kind of all powerful and... Uh, they will they will do favors for Sherlock, but he has to do something in return. Like he has to <laughs> do something humiliating for them because they're like, you know, immature hackers or whatever. <laughs> and so his payment for these dental records uh, is he's standing outside on like a, I don't know, some city street, some sidewalk or something with a sign that says, help me catch a murderer by punching me in the arm. <laughs> Yeah, so from my point of view, they were, like, discussing, like, the morality of, like, 
of of uh, Watson's like history with this surgeon. Mm-hmm. Then they talk about how they need like dental records, and then it's just like cut to him standing on the street <laughs> with like a sign asking people to punch him. And I just <laughs> like to the end of the episode, I was like, "What the fuck was that for? <laughs> Why was he doing that?" <laughs> really could not piece it together oh my gosh there's two of these of these favors for everyone too so you must have been confused by the other one as well probably i can't wait to find out what you're talking oh is it the oh i think i know what you mean yeah yeah <laughs> okay 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 <laughs> yeah. see you're starting to see why i just thought this whole thing was very discharged <laughs> <laughs> it is yeah it is kind of random um <laughs> I got to remember, so I was thinking about making like a, uh, you know, like a PowerPoint or something for people uh, who don't, haven't like, haven't, to, haven't listened to all the episodes and or like haven't watched all of the episodes to like catch people mm-hmm. up. I should remember to put everyone on there so that <laughs> if it ever comes up, because that is the, that's the one that's like the hardest to figure out with context clues because their <laughs> name is a word. Right. Yeah. So. I, it was very fun for me just like <laughs> to live in confusion for a little while for 40 minutes. <laughs> Go into a kooky little <laughs> world where, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this, like, Chad comes up to Sherlock and is like, I don't get it. And Sherlock's like, you don't have to get it. You just have to punch me. So he punches him, you know, <laughs> pretty hard. And then a kid comes up and punches him. And Joan is like, do you want ice? Like, it's been, everyone is, like, late by an hour. So, like, oh, they've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. And then the Chad comes back. And Sherlock is like, please, no. I'm. You only get one. <laughs> no double dipping. Right. Yeah. And he's like, "What about my boys?" And Sherlock's like, "Okay." <laughs> and then um, instead of punching them, punching him, uh, the Chad takes an envelope from his one of his boys and hands it to Sherlock and says, "Happy hunting." So, it was a test. Nice. Uh, Carnal love oil is another one. <laughs> that's yeah i love that one that's great wow i (laughs) didn't put put together why you were saying that so i was just in a very (laughs) (laughs) really just thought you came on my podcast and just like listened to me talk for a couple minutes and then went lube (laughs) (laughs) i mean i basically did (laughs) love oil so they go back to the brownstone and what anonymous has i mean what everyone has given them is a uh a stack of or i guess they give them the information and what they did with them was turn them into twenty seven thousand transparencies mm-hmm. of um of bite marks so they're like they've got the projector on the wall and they're they're putting the transparencies over the you know the bite marks from the case and trying to see if they match up you know if they line up and so it's you know they got to do a one at a time. It's very slow going. Joan is like, <laughs> right. why, don't, why don't I take the first shift? You can you can rest. And Sherlock like so Sherlock is ne- d- like doesn't have a bed. <laughs> or like Wait, if is he, that all in his life? Like I think he has one that's like the guest room or something. He I, okay. You never see him because one of the rooms that like they're in a lot is like one of his is like his room like his bedroom doesn't have a bed in it it has like right. a sofa or something so joan is like you know why, why don't you rest and he just like sits in an armchair 
next to <laughs> next to Joan. <laughs> you know, it zooms over, it pans over to the stack of transparencies. So, you know, Joan is like putting the second one on the pile and then time passes and this pile is, you know, several inches tall. <laughs> and Joan wakes Sherlock up. Her bang, her bangs are a little shorter. Yeah. <laughs> the time is best. <laughs> Joan is like, we got him. We found it. We found the match. So they bring in um, this guy who is like, you know, he's a, a felon and blah, blah, blah. He's got all this stuff on his record. And they're like, so where were you on these dates? Like you did, you did this, huh? And he's like, no, I'm a good guy now. I'm, on, I'm clean. I'm, I'm a deacon at my church. Because people <laughs> who help administrate churches yeah. have never done anything wrong. That would uh, just make me feel a little bit more suspicious. <laughs> right, right. He's like, I don't know how you got my prints or like how my prints got on this crime scene. And they're like, not your prints, your your dental, your mouth marks. Your tooth prints. Your tooth prints. And he's like, oh, phew, I don't have teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I, can I say, like, he says the line... Oh, lots of people make these bike bite marks. And I just like, I had to pause it because I was like, what could that possibly mean? <laughs> people bite all the time. I have one of those teeth. You know. I have one of those teeth faces. <laughs> yeah, so they're like, what are you talking about? How could other people make the same mouth marks as you? And he says, I have dentures. And he pops them out of his mouth. Um, he must put them immediately back in because he keeps talking. <laughs> sure, that's a good point. Because <laughs> he's like, I got these in prison. They were a standard issue. And they're like, uh-oh. And uh, they realize that the the dentures must have been made from a, a casting of, of Aaron Colville's teeth. Yep. He's a freaking tooth model. <laughs> he's the tooth guy. He's the tooth guy. Also, when you said tooth prints earlier, I did think of like a tooth fairy, but it's a guy and he has a little tooth crown. <laughs> yeah. That's what Aaron Colville has. Because he's the tooth guy. He's the tooth guy. He's the prince of teeth. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so they go to the, they go to the, um, the prison where the, the, the dentures were issued. And the prison dentist is like, yeah, no, we don't actually do that. Like we, the prison does not make dentures. If if somebody has a problem tooth, we just pull it out, and then if they have, if they don't have enough teeth. Oh well, <laughs> that's their problem. Yeah, apparently the the dentist before this one at the prison, Conrad Nolan, um, made the dentures like on his own for these guys just for fun for fun yeah what a yeah sweet guy and yet they were all the same like all the same color <laughs> like if you were gonna do it for fun <laughs> couldn't throw in like one green tooth in there one blue tooth pinks and purples <laughs> so oh they they learned this because they talked to um his assistant stan who stan yeah who is like he looks like a who i i felt i felt like i could see him in he Whoville. does have kind of like a lo a big nose with the little bulb at the end of it like a who has yeah sort of a, a cute little who whovian mm -hmm. face he's very tall and skinny some who's are <laughs> yeah who's are all shapes and sizes very true very who <laughs> so who bestie <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, he's like, yeah, you know, this guy made dentures out of the kindness of his own heart. And uh, I don't even think he told the guy who did it whose teeth they were. And they're like, great. So how many of these did they make? And the assistant's like, huh, like eight or 10, I guess. So oops, (laughs) gone from having one suspect to having eight. Oh, no, it never ends. Oh, boy, these teeth are everywhere. And then they like explain this to Captain, but so there's there was eight guys that got these teeth. Um, and then they're like, but these four are like alibied because they were, you know, either alibied or were in prison still. And so we just have these four guys that we have to figure out who among them did it. Mm-hmm. Just like that video game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like when you call an emergency meeting and you have to have everyone show you their teeth. <laughs> so they have this like kind of kind of funny little um like montage sort of it's like a a quick you know going through the guys and um of the four suspects there's one guy who's like once i got out of prison i got nice dentures so i never wear those old ones anymore and i i couldn't even wear them if i wanted because i bought this commemorative box to put them in and the box is the wrong size so i had to file them down (laughs) weird like why did they include this i thought this is the funniest thing i'd ever heard he bought a box to like preserve his special like nostalgia Uh teeth and then the the teeth didn't fit in the box so he sanded the teeth down why didn't (laughs) how expensive was this box why didn't he just get a different box why didn't he measure them and get a box that fit them I, this is something, this is one of those things that I, I was talking about, like the uncanny vibe of this show. There's like some sort of like, they talk about things they don't need to, and I kind of love that. Uh-huh. <laughs> they put so much detail into everything. Yes. For no reason. I, I love that about this show is that like, yeah, it's great. not every detail is like important mm-hmm. or like relevant to the case. <laughs> Sometimes stuff just happens. I think it's a little bit to like throw you off the scent so that like when right. something comes up later. Oh, that's you know? so smart. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not too obvious what's happening. Yeah. I think if I was going to get a pair, a box to hold my prison, my old prison dentures in, I would. Yeah, I mean, you bring the, de- you bring the dentures to the box <laughs> store, right? I mean, I don't. If the box is that important, then yeah. You... <laughs> right. It, th- people, people do silly things in this show. I mean, like there's this one that I always think about where, um, this lawyer, they they discover this lawyer because he has a, a distinctive sounding um, door closer, like an automatic door closer. And he made a recording of some evidence and closed the door in the background at the same time. And I was like, why was the door fucking open when you started recording that? Like, that's not... <laughs> anyway. Uh, evil anal color. <laughs> that's another good one. What do you think is the uh, the least wholesome anal color? <laughs> oh my god, you you got m- more bad ones than good ones. I think when you really like, <laughs> go <Yeah>. through them. <laughs> so there's yeah, so there's the nice denture box guy. There's one guy who, when he's asked um, where he was on the twelfth to the six on the, and the sixteenth of this this last month, he's like, "Can I take my shirt off?" <laughs> um, he lifts his shirt up to show that he has like scars from having shingles. So. He's like, you know, it wasn't fun, but if it gets me out of being a murder suspect. And they're like, okay, you can leave. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know why they're like so rude to this guy that they're like, we're not hanging out right now. <laughs> we don't like you. We don't like you just because you're not a murderer. 
And then the last guy is so gross. He like, when they are introduced to him, he's like showing off the dentures by like smiling big and then like licks his teeth and like winks at at Joan. Just total sleazeball. Um, And he like doesn't even say anything. And Sherlock's like, well, it's not you because one of your teeth is chipped. And it seems like it was a couple years ago and you haven't stopped drinking coffee. So (laughs) you can go. And uh, he's like, call me. (laughs) He doesn't really do that, but he basically does. And so there's only one guy left of the four guys that did not have an alibi. There's one guy, uh, Daniel Escalante, who's now the the lead suspect. Right. But he wasn't there at the the big group interview. He was not. Yes. They, They couldn't find him. He's, yeah, he's, wow. Okay, so, you know, like, sometimes you, like, go to say a phrase and you're like, I'll just start talking and my brain will get there by the time I, you know, I'll remember it in time to say it. Oh, every sentence. <laughs> I I was trying to say that this guy had, like, escaped and my brain was like, ah, yes, he's a la mode. <laughs> Quite. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Vanilla cooler really primed my brain to be thinking about ice cream, I guess. So true. (laughs) But now brain freeze. Sorry, go on. (laughs) I got a brain freeze. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So now they're they're back at the brownstone and um, Joan is cooking something or other. And Sherlock comes in and he says, your medical records are here. And he's like, why do you have like, why did you ask for the medical records of this doctor that you used to work with? you know, the, the doctor from this, the surgery. And Joan is like, why did you open my mail again? Because like two episodes ago, they had been talking about how she was like, don't, o- don't open my mail. And he was like, well, yes, I will open your mail. She asks him why he opens, opened her packages. And he says, we have enemies, Watson. <laughs> make sure it wasn't dangerous. This is, this is like when your parents are like, oh, I got to make sure that you, there's no knives in any of your Halloween candy. Yeah. Gotta give me a piece. But uh, anyway, so Sherlock is like, asks her why um, she's doing this, why why she's looking, you know, why she plans on going through all these medical records. And, and Joan is like, well, you know, he said, when I talked to him about it, he said, oh, I make calls like this all the time. And it just made me think like, ooh. Yeah. You make, you make calls like this all the time? <laughs> That's a little uh, concerning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this... This is a, a good scene of friendship and blah, blah, blah. Sherlock is like being very emotionally intelligent to ask Joan about this. But um, they, for some reason, um, they used a take where it very much sounded like Sherlock said Andrew Colville instead of Aaron. Oh, yes, he did. Right? Why yeah. did he do that? I actually, I was looking at the, like, some of the info for the episode just to, like, get anything else that I might want to share. And it, it did actually say Goofs. He says Andrew instead of uh, Aaron at some point. Yeah. So that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, incredibly confusing. Ding. <laughs> it was just a, yeah, it was just a mistake. <laughs> yeah, very weird. Because, like, first of all, how do you do, like, is, I mean... I don't know, maybe they filmed these scenes in an order that he was not, like, it wasn't ingrained in his mind that the guy's name was Aaron. Yeah. But was there, I'm also just like... Was the surgeon's name Andrew? I, I feel like there was someone else in the episode named Andrew, but I might be wrong. Uh, Which would have made it... I just know that that guy's name was Dr. Fleming. Fleming. I yeah, Andrew I don't know. Was, it was really weird. That could have made yeah, it, the, like, way more confusing. Yeah. Especially if you're, like, actually trying to figure out what's going on. Right, right. The subtitles did say Aaron, though, and I was okay. like, 
you're covering up for his Subs guys. his mistake. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, he's like, is this really about you know why, why do you, why are you still so like still thinking about this and stuff? Like we're gonna solve it. So you know, mm-hmm. he basically says to her that like, okay, maybe when he came in, you also thought about you know uh, like letting him die. Well, he so he asks her like, you know, what did you think about when he, when you learned that it was Aaron Colville and. Um, she was like, yeah, I was thinking about how, oh, he's an organ donor, like, probably be better if he was dead. And Sherlock's like, okay, but then you didn't act on that. So right. you got to forgive, forgive yourself for, for having that thought. Like, it's not because you had an evil thought that this guy died. So if anything, it was like, intelligent to like, have the thought and then <laughs> not act on it. Rather yeah, than just like, yeah. if it didn't even cross her mind, I feel like that would be like, maybe even more concerning, I guess. Because if she wouldn't, yeah. if she's not thinking about all the tiny little components. Exactly. You got to be detail oriented mm-hmm. to be a surgeon. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, again, they go to sleep and they wake up the next morning. Um, Sherlock is is waking Joan up by standing at the foot of her bed. <laughs> and he's like, good morning, Joan. And he's holding an outfit out to her. And he's like, so we figured out that it's not this fourth suspect. Because this guy Daniel Escalante was tr- following the the tour of a the remaining members of the band Rush or something, <laughs> and um, there's like a photo. There's like photos of him like selling grilled cheeses at the tailgate or whatever. So this guy's like exonerated. It's not him. Yeah. And Joan is like, okay. So then, wh- if if we don't have a suspect, like, why am I? Why do I have to get dressed? And he's like. Because we're going to go back to the prison and comb through all of their medical records. And did you notice that he is holding out, first of all, just the weirdest outfit <laughs> yeah, I didn't, for her to wear? I did not take a, a close look at the outfit, but now I feel like I wish I had. I was I was really curious about it because this cemented a theory that I have. Because he, he was holding out like a gray striped shirt and a like black and red like floral vest and a, a, a gray scarf or something, or maybe like a skirt or something like that. And then we cut immediately to them at the prison, and she is wearing the the most not that outfit <laughs> of all time. Aww. Like she's wearing like a blue dress or something. Yeah, he does this. He's does he does this a lot. So he did this even last episode, <laughs> um, where he will wake her up and pick out an outfit for her. And she does not ever wear it. <laughs> and like... That's pretty cute. Yeah. I like it. In the past, it's like been pretty like normal clothes. So it's like, oh, why wouldn't you wear that? But this one, it was like, oh, yeah. He's just like... Oh, like he knows that she's not even going to wear it. It's like this man is colorblind or something. <laughs> like, yeah. What is he doing? Well, I think he just like... He's like, women's fashion is a mystery to me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's ahead of, ahead of us all putting these outfits together. Maybe. I bet Joan could could uh, blow up on TikTok wearing this kind of stuff. <laughs> Get ready with me. Sherlock dresses me. <laughs> yes. So they, they go to the uh, the prison and, and Stan is back and he lets them into the, the like cage that they keep their medical records in. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what are you looking for? Like, is there anything I can help you find? And they're like, no, we don't know what we're looking for. So so it's going to be a while if you need to take care of anything while we're in here. See ya. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, he says, oh, yeah, it should be fine. Uh, 
everything's alphabetical, pretty much. <laughs> That's not the same as alphabetical. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> so they're they're going through these like physical files and and again like Joan it falls asleep to show the time has passed and Sherlock wakes her up by throwing a, a crumpled up piece of paper at her and she unfolds it to see the mugshot of Stan. Dun dun dun. What? So he was an inmate. Who could have seen this coming? Ah, not me. Somebody somebody said uh, when you see a, a small character twice in an elementary episode, you know. <laughs> that something's up with them <laughs> i really i couldn't remember like w- what the ending of this episode was and then i saw stan a second time and i was like oh yeah something about this guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so this dentist made a set of teeth for stan his uh, very valuable assistant and who had gotten his teeth knocked out you know years before uh in a prison fight and he had basically like no teeth and the dentist did it like off the record because then he wouldn't have to wait for something or other. I don't, I don't really know why it had to be off the record, but it was. And when Sherlock is explaining this to Joan, he says, he did it off the record, blah, blah, blah. And he says, um, I, you know, I'd do the same for you, Watson, if you lost your teeth in a prison fight. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the specificity of it, of like, yeah. <laughs> not if you, lo- like, not if you lost your teeth, but if you lost your teeth in a prison fight and you were in prison and I was in prison, I would not put it on the record for you <laughs> so that you could get them faster. This is where I've, I've started to realize, at least, I don't know if the rest of the show is like this, but I, I noticed, like, I could have just sort of watched this whole show or this whole episode with my eyes closed and just listened to it and probably just gotten exactly the same amount of detail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- this is like... Visually, there is stuff where, like, if you watch it again, you can sometimes see things. Like, sometimes Sherlock will notice clues right. that, like, the audience can also see. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, this it's a lot of... There's a lot of the time they just have to talk to each other to relay a lot of information right. in one go. Yeah. yeah it's kind of nice. Because real detective work, you know, it's a lot of... Discussion. It's like podcasting. Being a consulting detective is exactly like guesting on a podcast. <laughs> it really is when you think about it. When you think about it, it is. Because <laughs> could they do it without you? No. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I'm the Lucy Lou here. <laughs> I always wanted to be the Lucy Lou. Yes. I met Lucy Lou once. You what? Uh, during my, I met her uh, during my uh, flight attendant phase. Oh my God. Yeah, I got to give her snacks. What she, did she, she eat? <laughs> actually she she didn't want any but i offered them to her and oh. she just smiled and like waved them away oh. with her award-winning little smile <laughs> oh my she god. was like reading a script she Very was fun. oh yeah. my god it was probably for the show holding a script so you knew it was lucy lou <laughs> exactly that's what you have to do if you're like a, a, a well-known celebrated actor is you always have to have a script in your hand so yes people know. yes if you don't have a scarf on you gotta have a script in your hand. Absolutely. That is amazing. Do you remember where <laughs> the flight was going? I know, I don't. It was somewhere in California. Mm, mm-hmm. She was like sitting cross-legged in her chair. It was very cute. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> but she was using her eyes to read the script. <laughs> yes. She's so talented. <laughs> As opposed to what? I don't know. Her, her feelers? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I'm just trying to conjure more imagery of her in my brain, and, you know? 
Yes. I, be- I bet she had hair on her head, <laughs> the icon. <laughs> she really, you got it in one. <laughs> She's like pretty small. Like I feel like she was scaled down a little bit more than I was expecting. Huh. Just adorable. Just a perfect little person. Yes. She's so great. Yeah, wow. We love her. Do, do you do like see a lot of celebrities in your, as a flight attendant? Oh yeah. It's like pretty regular. Most of them are just people I didn't really care about though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you like... Is it part of the job that you're, like, not really supposed to be, like, I'm such a huge fan, I love your work? Oh, there's tons of people who are like that, for sure. I just, but, like, I see, like, other, I'll see, like, other people doing that, and I see how annoyed it makes people, and I'm just like, oh, God, I don't want (laughs) to, Yeah, don't want to be that force in someone's life. Right, right. (laughs) I would definitely want to, like, try to be really cool. Yeah. Like, not, you know, like, just have them, just, like... Be like, I'm going to inspire Lucy Liu to be friends with me by how, like, good at flight (laughs) attending I am. (laughs) Exactly. You just got to be, like, really good at what you're doing. And then hopefully they'll remember you. But they won't. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fine. They meet a lot of people. I I think the uniforms, your shirt is tucked into your, your pants or your skirt or whatever. So you couldn't, like, stand in front of her and be like... Oh, excuse me. I just have to close this overhead compartment. Oh, is my belly out? Oh, sorry. (laughs) Exactly. I think that's the kind of stupid shit I would try to do. (laughs) (laughs) Just to annoy her even more than if I had just been outright with it. You just got to be a memory at least. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly. That's so cool. (laughs) So um, they go to the dentist because they're like, we got to find Stan. We got to talk to Stan, uh, the prison dentist. They don't just like make an appointment for themselves to the dentist. Um, <laughs> and the dentist is like, oh, yeah, Stan's gone. He left right when you got here. He said it was an emergency, actually. Hmm. He like booked it out of here. <laughs> and they're like, oh, dang it. Slipped out of our fingers. So they go to the police station and they're like looking at the photos of the crime scene. I guess they didn't want to like spring for the extra set of like, going to Stan's apartment Mm -hmm. for this scene. So they're looking at the photos and and Sherlock is like, oh, Stan castrated himself. Look, it's in these photos. (laughs) Take a look at this picture. Take a look at this picture. (laughs) Bella's like, no, thank you. I don't want to see the evidence of him castrating himself. And Sherlock's like, no, 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 it's chemical. Don't be a baby. (laughs) So apparently, yeah, Stan had been taking this synthetic progesterone or something that makes you sterile. I don't know. Yeah, this whole thing was very strange to me. Yeah. So, the oh, the reason that he had done this was that he was, uh, the reason he was in prison was because he was a sex offender. Right. So, I guess. And apparently that's the thing that they do for sex offenders. They, like, chemically castrate them, which I didn't know. It must be, like, like, it must be for, like, really serious crimes. Because, like, I I think you, like, you know, sometimes you have to, like, go on the registry if you were 17 and your date your date was 14 or whatever but like i don't know that they would make you yeah can't make it right <laughs> seems a, a little strange Ooh. sticky situation anyway for sure sherlock also sees that stan has this bottle of pills but it's also like half empty and should be completely empty so he stopped taking them about two months ago and joan is like well that's pretty much exactly like how long it would take for them to be gone from his system. And he hit an ATM. So he he's like totally in the wind. He's a la mode for sure. <laughs> he's 
Definitely. <laughs> and Joan says, well, you know, he, he went, his toiletries were gone and he went home after the, after leaving the prison, even though it was like a huge risk. I think he went home to get his dog. And she hands um, one of the photos of the kitchen to Sherlock and it's like, some beautiful sleuthing. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, the two circles on the floor where the dog bowls would have been. Well spotted, Joan. <laughs> I love that. I love when Sherlock is like, good job. Like impressed. Yeah. I thought that was cute too. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's an interesting clue. And then uh, then we go back to the brownstone. Joan is watching the news. And um, do you have another um, Aaron Colville? Oh, yeah. Um, cool larva line, which makes me think of like Pokemon. It's probably a cool larva oh, line. Yeah, cool larva line. It's a, it's a small larva that evolves into a bigger larva. <laughs> and then an even bigger one. Pretty cool <laughs> larva line. I mean, vanilla cooler, but still. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Joan is watching the news. She sees Aaron Colville's mom on the news, and she's like, people are telling me to sue, but I just don't know because, you know, that won't bring my Aaron back to me. And oh, but, um, So, you know, the, the news of her son potentially being uh, not guilty for the things that he was put into prison for. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. So then um, Sherlock comes in and he tells Joan or he like asks Joan what she's doing and she's like, oh, I'm watching the news. And he's like, great. Can you like not be in the library for the next like five minutes? Um, <laughs> because Captain had told them that Stan deleted his social media. And so he's like, you know, he's off the grid. Mm-hmm. Sherlock's like, there must have been a reason that he deleted all of his social media before before running away. So... I want to get the hackers to find a cached version of his social media, which I don't know that you need to be like the most advanced level hacker ever <laughs> to to do this. Yeah. Like, is, does the Wayback Machine not do this kind of thing? I'm pretty sure, yeah, you could probably figure it out. Yeah. Just a little Googling. I guess it would be faster for, for everyone to do it than for Sherlock to try and learn how to do it. <laughs> well, certainly for everyone working on it, it would be quicker. Yeah. And, um... Sherlock is holding a big poofy dress. Joan is like, "Why? what's going on with that? And Sherlock's like, well, you know, I'm trying to get the social medias and everyone is helping. So they have asked me to perform some songs from something called Frozen. Uh, now I understand <laughs> this. I thought he was just trying to like get their attention or something by like creating a viral video. I was, I had was so confused. <laughs> Again, yeah. I mean, th- this is a very weird <laughs> transactional relationship that they have of you have to do something stupid i think like the first time he was like oh they're making me take a picture with my shoe on my head and it's just really <laughs> snowballed <laughs> yeah. so yeah he has to perform i feel um very robbed that we did not get to see sherlock attempting to sing this song i understand copyright why they wouldn't do it but i still think yeah. Would have been nice. Or it might have just been like too embarrassing for everyone. They already filmed it and they were like, this is going in the garbage. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They're like, no one else can see this ever again. <laughs> this one's for my personal collection. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So um, the next, again, Joan goes to sleep again. Everyone goes to sleep. All, all the characters go to sleep. It becomes nighttime and then it becomes daytime. <laughs> and. 
Joan wakes up to see Clyde standing on her. The turtle. Oh, I was gonna say, I don't think they they mentioned the turtle's name, and I was I was like, I must have missed a really important scene. Yeah. <laughs> some some guy named Clyde. She just says it once, she's like, Why was Clyde why is Clyde oh, right, dressed right. like a shark and okay. on my on my bed? Because he yeah, he has this little like crocheted little like hat on his <laughs> it's <very> shell. Cute. <laughs> it it is. It's great. Yeah, so she's she's like, Why is why is Clyde dressed like a shark and why was he on my bed? And Mrs. Hudson or Ms. Hudson, um, was concerned <laughs> about him being cold in the winter, so she knitted him some turtle cozies. Aww. And he's like, I thought you would like to see it. I think he looks kind of funny in them. <laughs> and he does. He does. It's great. He has another one later. I would love to see <laughs> all of them. The- Clyde is always, I mean, I don't know why, but he. it is always funny to see him. Maybe they like play funny music underneath it or something, and I don't, like, don't notice. <laughs> like pavlovian yeah yeah every time he's on screen i'm just like look at that goofy little turtle (laughs) (laughs) there's another time where uh, sherlock is trying to figure out how this escape vehicle that was made to look like an ambulance could have gotten out of the city with all these blockades and stuff so he's got this map on the floor and like different little like toys to indicate certain kinds of blockades and uh clyde has a a red plus of tape on his back (laughs) and jones like what are you doing with Clyde? And he's like, he's an ambulance. (laughs) Yes. It's just like the cat bus, but it's like turtle ambulance. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Anyway. um, So the reason that Clyde has come to visit Joan to wake her up is because Sherlock got access to Stan's social media and he had been posting a lot um, about his dog. And so Joan was right about him having a dog. And then the dog apparently has been um, having a very brave battle with um, dog prostate cancer. Dog illness. Oh. Oh, yeah. Dog illness. Yes. There's a shot of like, I don't know if it's Sherlock looking, I mean, if it's Joan looking at Clyde or like looking at the social medias or something, but there's just this shot of like, just Joan and, or yeah, I think it's Sherlock is like, I think Clyde looks cute in this. And Joan is like, he does. And I just like my heart. My heart stopped. <laughs> Sharon is fucking gorgeous in this scene. Yeah, true. For no reason. <laughs> She's just like always sparkling and glowing. Yes, yes. She's thinking about that funny turtle. It brings out the light in her. <laughs> so, so the so anyway, the dog has a dog illness, and he has a uh, he has a vet appointment the next day. Right. Uh, or like that that morning or whatever. The third of three important treatments or something like that. Yes, yes, yes. Chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. Oh right, right. They go to the vet and um, they're just like waiting in the lobby uh, for a while. Bella's like, "Oh my guys are getting restless. How much longer is this gonna take?" And Sherlock's like, "Why would why would we know when his dog's vet appointment <laughs> is? We're just gonna wait till he comes. Like, come on." But then the dog comes in. With a different guy. Because Stan's dog is cheating on him. <laughs> Classic scenario. Yeah. Your dog walks wow. into the vet with some other guy. So awkward. <laughs> no, but uh, anyway, they're like, so are you aiding and abetting a fugitive? Right. Watson, like, recognizes the guy, right? Yeah. I, he, I couldn't remember how. He was in some of the other pictures. Oh, okay. Right, like, right, right. Like, the social media pictures. Yeah. 
which I actually also remembered seeing him. Because there are some pictures. Yeah. Or like, good. I didn't like recognize him, but once she said it, I was like, oh yeah, he was in those pictures. <laughs> That's a fun detail. Yeah. So they, they you know, they found him because um, the, the guy is like really bad at lying when they're like, do you know Stan? And he's like, huh, what? <laughs> Who? Who are you talking about? Stoon? I don't know any Stoon. <laughs> exactly. Who do I stan? I like Katy Perry. Is that what you're asking me? <laughs> Um, so yeah, so they, they freaking, they got him, they found him and they bring him in to the, uh, the police station. The El Volcano Lair. <laughs> like L, like E-L? Yeah. Or Lay, Lay wow. Volcano Lair. Be me, Le Volcano Lair. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So Stan is is there. He's like handcuffed to the table, and he's like, "Oh, oh, 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 oh my, oh my!" He was annoying so me so much in this scene. <laughs> he's he's like really pathetic yeah, about it. I was even like out loud. I was like, "Shut up!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, "Ah, oh my wrist, my wrist hurts so much," <laughs> and uh. He explains, like, yeah, he stopped taking his medicine, but it it didn't. He was like, I thought I would be smarter if the urges came back, mm-hmm. but they never even came back. Whoa. So I didn't even I wasn't I didn't even want to do a crime. <laughs> and uh, they're like, okay, what's your alibi? And he's like, I live alone, and I was home alone, doing nothing, because <laughs> I'm a loser. And he really like he's like. so uh joan comes in and uh goes to look at his his wrist and he's like don't touch it (laughs) and she like pokes some part of it of his of his wrist and he's like i shouldn't be laughing it was probably very painful for for uh stan (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah she i mean she doesn't like you know poke it Mm-hmm. She doesn't like keep poking it or anything after he, you know. Uh, she's like, "Yeah, I think his wrist is fractured," and so they take him to the uh, the hospital. And um, after he leaves, Sherlock's like, "Oh, you know, he's he's a suspect for these murders. I, you know, it's too bad we have to lose him." He or he, one of them is like, "Oh, he was just about to confess," mm-hmm. and Joan is like, "I actually don't think he did it at all." Hmm. Mm. So they go to the captain's office for Joan to explain her theory. And basically one of the victims had fought back against her attacker and like thrown the killer into the wall, like into a glass wall or something that like totally shattered. Yeah, I think it was into like a mirror or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a mirror. And Joan is like, this guy from his castration medication has osteoporosis. Right. He would have been... Like that funny fish from SpongeBob with the glass bones. <laughs> right, of course. And Sherlock's like, oh, that's a really smart idea, yeah. And like shows a, like a picture from his Instagram or whatever where he has a, a a cast on his foot that he says he like stepped on the sidewalk wrong or something. Oh, this actually makes sense for his like his wrist breaking now. Yeah, yeah. So he wasn't being melodramatic. It actually like <laughs> he had he was like sitting on it wrong in the car in the like police car ride. Wow. And everything is actually fully connected. What do you know? 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So the captain is like, okay, well, uh, he's got priors and he has no alibi and he has the same teeth. And, you know, this guy, he's very convincing. So if you want to find a better suspect than that, go right freaking ahead. <laughs> and he he leaves his office and then Joan and Sherlock are left in in captain's office and sherlock has some idea of of something that they could do to continue investigating or something and and joan is like well actually i have to go so then joan leaves also and the scene ends with sherlock just like sitting in captain's closed office like by himself <laughs> it's just like what well, uh why is he the only one in there could be doing anything yeah he could be <laughs> they really trust him so yeah so the thing that joan has to go do is uh, she had been getting texts from this Dr. Fleming, and Dr. Fleming is like, what What the heck? Why did you ask for records of all of my cases from the last 10 years or whatever? And Joan is like, well, you said that thing about like making calls, and it sounded really like suspicious and weird. <laughs> and sorry. <laughs> I just... I don't trust you. <laughs> I don't trust you. And the, the doctor is like, so do you think I'm a serial killer? <laughs> She doesn't say no. <laughs> yeah, she's like, it's not the words <laughs> I would have chosen. Hard to say. <laughs> and the doctor's like, I, I can really. This is like super not okay, like legally. And I, I, I could, I could take you to court for this really easily. Right. And Joan is like, Did you do it on purpose? Can you just tell me? <laughs> and and he's like, Listen, I actually, I'm gonna tell you this. I don't need to but like i have the power and i have all i hold all the cards he says in this situation so i'm just gonna tell you and if i will never repeat this but yeah he's like i'll never admit to saying this so Mm -hmm. this one stays with you yeah and he says yeah aaron colville first of all i knew who he was because the guy was like killing like pretty close to where yeah they were that's what i was saying like how would you not know everyone would be talking about it yeah and um He's like, of course I knew who he was. And then when he like was dying, you know, he, he, I guess maybe, you know, maybe he thought I was a priest or something, but he said he wanted to confess. And he told me that he had killed two women. And then he says, you know, did did I withhold treatment? I honestly don't know. (laughs) This is why I could not, I mean, one of many reasons I couldn't be a surgeon. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is, there's not a lot of jobs that like are life and death, but this is definitely mm-hmm. surgeon is a big one, and there's a lot of goop also mm-hmm. involved in being a surgeon. <laughs> there sure is. <laughs> some of it is good, some of it is bad. <laughs> um, yeah, crazy. So Joan leaves. Like that's that's the end of that scene, and they go back. She goes back to the brownstone, and so now they're talking. And Joan, you know, Joan has told Sherlock what she learned, and and she's like, you know, he could be he could just be making this up to get me off his trail or something. Sherlock's like, well, he is actually right. Like he, he does hold all the cards. Like he didn't have, he didn't have to tell you this for any reason. And like, why would he change his story now? Um, So they're like, I guess it could be true that Aaron Colville did confess and like did murder those people. And then they're like, so why, why would somebody like copycat with his teeth? Yeah. Who would benefit from that? I just like immediately out loud guessed who it was as a joke. Because <laughs> I, I thought there was no way 
but that was the only person I could even think of. Yeah, it's <laughs> in retrospect, it is kind of really obvious. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So I think I think she does it. She you know, she throws you off her scent by being like, I don't know what to do. People are saying to sue, but I don't know about that. It's hard to believe a Karen could have it within her heart to kill. <laughs> well, actually, never mind. That's not yeah. true at all. <laughs> but to, A premeditated. But to, yeah, to do it, actually, it seems like. To actually do it. Yeah, so the next day, Joan is woken up by Clydosaurus Rex. Um <laughs> Clyde has this has another little cozy on that looks like makes him kind of look like a dinosaur. So cute. It's very cute. And there's a sign kind of like wedged in the turtle cozy that says, "Have you seen the TV?" <laughs> um now, okay. Since you have not seen other episodes of Elementary, when Joan goes into the media room and there are seven TVs <laughs> with the same news program playing on all of them. Did that look like insane to you when you say it like that i feel like it should have but for some reason i just was like yeah this is normal (laughs) (laughs) and now i'm like why did why didn't that seem strange to me at the time i don't know i mean the the audio isn't like duplicated or like (laughs) septicated i think i just watched too much anime it's like kind of par for the course (laughs) like Anyone who's trying to figure anything out just has TVs everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I just, I think it looks weird when, because he does this where he'll watch like seven TV programs at once to like as a memory game. Oh, okay. Um, to, stay, to stay sharp. But when he's watching one thing, he doesn't turn off the other six TVs. He just has <laughs> all of them play the same thing. That's a fun quirk. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's weird. But, uh. So she goes in and, and yeah, what the what the news is playing is that clip of the mom again being like, we didn't know about the teeth. We, oh, we don't know what, I don't know what to do because Aaron's <laughs> still gone, but people are saying I should sue. And uh, Joan is like, oh, Aaron's mom. And Sherlock's like, yeah, she just filed a nine figure lawsuit with the city. Nine about figures. His, about Aaron's case. That's six figures is like a million, right? Six figures is a million. Nine figures is a billion that's a lot of money yeah yeah is that yeah i think it's like a hundred million okay <laughs> so hundreds, not, of, not, yeah. hundreds of millions <laughs> not quite a billion that's yeah that's fair um yeah she's suing the police department for the entire city's budget um damn but uh yeah yeah so a lot of money so they're like okay so we can search for the the teeth you know, she must have gotten these dentures somehow. Um, how are we going to... We're never going to get a, ser- a search warrant with this woman who's rightfully so- suing the city. Right. Like, oh, that makes you suspicious and we're going to investigate you more now. Like, mm, not a good look. <laughs> but then Sherlock is like, well, she's going to invite us in. Because she's a white mom. <laughs> That's what they do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're just gonna make it look like we're really cold on the stoop, and she'll she'll make us she'll let us come in. And that's like basically exactly what happens because uh, Captain is like, "Oh, thanks for inviting us in. Like, thanks for agreeing to talk." And she's like, oh, "I never said I would talk. You just looked cold. Like, I wasn't gonna make you stand on the outside like that." And Sherlock's like, "Can I use your your facilities?" And I don't know that Sherlock has like ever used the bathroom. <laughs> 
<laughs> after telling someone that he's going to use the bathroom. <laughs> he doesn't use the bathroom. He just magics it away <laughs> with, with his logic. Exactly. So while he's in the facilities, they're, um, they're talking to the mom and she's like, oh, uh, you want to talk about Aaron's case? Maybe I should get my lawyer. And they're like, oh, yeah, we have we have a big uh, settlement for you. Like, we have an offer we want to make and you should bring your lawyer for sure. And you should do anything else you can think of to stall, too. <laughs> and... I guess this is kind of a, a parlor room reveal-ish, sort of. Mm-hmm. They, the, um, oh, not really. She, sa- she says, anyway, my lawyer's on her way. So you guys will have to leave after that. And Sherlock's like, good. Because <laughs> we don't, we didn't want to be here anyway. So he's come out of the <laughs> bathroom. He's got a freaking set of dentures in his hands. <laughs> I love that she just left them right there. And he, like, asked to use the bathroom. Like, that would have been my first thought. Like, oh, wait, uh, let me just go make sure it's clean. Well, this is the thing about police consultants. I don't think they were in the bathroom. Oh. I think he lied. (laughs) Right. Because she said said that it was, they were, like, locked under the bed. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so she's like, I've never seen those before. And he's like, these are the, you use these dentures to, you know, kill those women and throw suspicion off your son. And she's like, you have no right to see those. Like, those were in a locked box under my bed. And Joan is like, I thought you never saw them before. And Sherlock's like, I saw them sitting on the sink in plain view, and I'm allowed (laughs) to see stuff in plain view. (laughs) The little liar. Dang. They do this more than I would like them to (laughs) in this show. Just snooping? Yeah, just like lying. Oh. (laughs) Like, like you can just, because they're like, if we never, if we just stick to our story, they can't get us. Right. And like, I mean, Sherlock has already been like, kind of gotten in trouble for that in the past. But yeah, this, I mean, this is kind of a high stakes situation to do it in. But they can't, she can't really like say like, oh, you, you can't have gotten those because they were under my bed with, without like, uh, incriminating herself, I guess. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, so they they take her away, and they uh, they're back at the the brownstone, I suppose. Oh yeah, yeah, because they because Sherlock's like the only part of this that I don't understand is like how you got these teeth, like how you knew that your son's teeth were the mold for the dentures. But anyway, you did it, and you're <laughs> you're the killer. So wait, did they explain that? I don't even remember that being explained. Yeah, like- so that's in the that's in the like wrap up scene. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they're back at the brownstone. The case is, like, all set. Oh, I guess because the mom confessed. Like, she just confessed everything. Okay. And what had happened was the the dentist who made the dentures, right before he was dying, like, as he was dying, basically, he learned that um, Aaron Colville, like, was suspect, or, like, why he was in jail, basically, for these murders after his original prison stint for something else. And he wrote a letter to the mom being like, oh, take heart. Like, maybe your son didn't do these biting murders. Oh, right. Okay. Maybe someone else with his teeth did. And so she, like, read that and was like, hmm. (laughs) Nine figures. Yeah. So so she did some murder also. So her motive for having extra murder was Mm -hmm. exoneration of her son? Or was it money first? you think i think it was money <laughs> i don't know i mean it seems like it's both but it, it's i mean she's suing for a lot of money right yeah i thought it was strange though thinking about it from that angle because she didn't have to kill anyone 
Yeah, she could have just <laughs> said the thing about the, the dentures. Yeah, she could have just been like, hey... <laughs> like like uh, Sherlock said, she had like a solid case there. Like they didn't like clear that with the family, I guess. But uh, yeah, she could have even just found like a Craigslist killer and been like, "I boy, do I have a a stint for you? <laughs> Some dentures to to wait." Yeah, but no, that seems so strange. You don't need you don't have to bite someone to kill them. <laughs> that's not no. that's not even how they were like killed with the biting. No, yeah, yeah, she like bonked them with a hammer or something. <laughs> Just like little bunny foo foo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's super weird. Um <laughs> I guess because like she wanted the dentures to come out naturally so that or like become part of an investigation naturally without right. her bringing them up. Right. But why why not just bring it why not just say like whatever. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's fun though. She made it more fun. <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, I think Joan is like it's hard to imagine like a sweet old lady like that doing that and sherlock is like i mean her son was also a murderer so (laughs) you know yeah they're both kind of uh they had some issues yeah and then we wrap up the the thing of the the surgery plot line because joan is throwing the 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 doctor's records into the fire and sherlock's like oh you're all like she's moving on you're you're done with that yeah moving on and joan is like you know, I, did you do the right thing? I don't know, blah, blah, blah. But I do know that I was standing over a patient and instead of thinking about medicine, I was thinking about justice. And a doctor is not supposed to do that. And Sherlock's like, yeah, kind of sounds like something a consulting detective would do. Aww. <laughs> yeah, Joan has just like the smallest little smile of like appreciation. <laughs> it's really nice. Validation of the career change. I like whenever he like... Yeah, whenever he's like, you're on the right path. Right. You made the right choice. This is what you were born to do. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. So that's the episode. 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 <laughs> so, I mean, I guess Stan came was shown twice, but he wasn't actually the killer. So He almost was. He, uh, he freaking, he had the teeth <laughs> for it. He had so. the teeth for it. <laughs> <laughs> you got a face for radio and so the teeth for murder. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't have the bones for it. Didn't he did not have the bones for it. He barely had the bones for standing up. <laughs> so, okay. Element OP is a podcast that has a Discord. And if you'd like to join the Discord, you can go to the link in the episode bio. Is that right? Episode description. <laughs> and I asked for questions yesterday about this episode. So uh got a lot of questions because I asked more than five minutes before recording, Yay. which is I think a, a record for me um, because I have remembered to do it like maybe an hour before and then like Sam's episode, I literally five minutes before we were recording, I, I asked and I don't remember who was the guest for for this one, but I literally dur- during recording, like we got to that segment and we're like, oh, fuck, Ugh, I'm recording. <laughs> no, you don't have any questions. But um, so this one is uh, I, I asked if people had questions about uh, teeth. Or prison healthcare, or pre-elementary Joan. All right. So uh, Hecabee says, "I've been listening to Mania Quest in my car the past week. Do you know what that oh, is? Oh, that's my album. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. So that yes, because I, I mentioned that you were the guest. Yay. So yeah, Hecabee says that they've been listening to Mania Quest in their car the past Aww. week. And the question is, question is, what do you think Joan was like as a student in college? Oh my. Goodness. Well, I actually know the answer to this because." 
she was valedictorian. Okay, I was literally going to say she's got like huge teacher's pet vibes. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> the the huge moment that I that I love of her showing Sherlock her like life hack to stay awake is uh something that she used to do in like while well, she was like studying for an exam mm. uh late like late at night or whatever in college and yeah she's like you, you do these weird squats gets the blood pumping she's like i was valedictorian just saying it's amazing um so yeah she was definitely definitely a, a go-getter <laughs> elizabeth leaf crunch says omg summer my question is hi summer smiley face question mark <laughs> Hi, Elizabeth. OMG, Elizabeth. <laughs> so hi, bestie. Well, I mean, HI. <laughs> <laughs> Building off of Hecabee's question, uh, Joe Bulldozer says, since it's pre-elementary Joan we're talking about, what was she like in pre-K and kindergarten? <laughs> <laughs> I like to think she was out on the the... the the mud pits of the recess area making potions and like oh my gosh following the lives of the bugs and determining their motives yes Yes. she's a scientist absolutely yes oh man it wasn't until like middle school that she started talking to her classmates about their mob connections (laughs) (laughs) which apparently they were all doing growing up in brooklyn yeah okay Um, right Eris says, do you think either Joan or Sherlock had braces? Now, Sherlock is British. So no. So I can't imagine him having great dental care. Yeah. Uh, I feel like most people who grow up in like middle upper class American households are forced to have braces, whether or not they want them or need them. Yeah. I I bet Joan had braces in like late high school. Yeah. That makes sense. You know? That's yeah. That would track for like her like social development. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like she didn't, she didn't like quote unquote get hot until like college, right? But then she just kept getting hotter and hotter. Yes, yes. And now she's, and now she's, she's a force that cannot be stopped. No, she's outpacing the sun. Yes. <laughs> Joe also said. Uh, Joe Bulldozer actually also says, um, "Who has a better oral health routine, and who gets told by their dentist that they need to floss more?" Um. I think the answer to both of these questions is Joan, because I think Joan is the one that goes to the dentist. True. I was going to say the turtle, because the turtle seems to probably just eat vegetables, and like all that fiber has probably got like a lot of, uh, you know, flossing properties. Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Clyde. (laughs) Clyde. Clyde would definitely be the winner. He eats a lot of vegetables. I mean, he only eats vegetables. (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully. Hmm. Hopefully. Maybe he maybe he finds a little treat on the floor every once in a while by accident. <laughs> you never know who's going to drop a chocolate chip. <laughs> oh, no. Clyde. <laughs> God, I just remembered that he... <laughs> Clyde is a species of turtle that, uh, that... Or tortoise, I guess, that hibernates. And there's an episode where he goes in the fridge. <laughs> oh. Sherlock puts him in the fridge for hibernation. Oh, no. Is that where... The, I don't think that's where they're supposed to go, is it? Well, apparently, apparently they they had had him in his nest like outside. Oh, okay. And I was like, it's kind of too cold outside for that, so we're just putting him in there in the fridge. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, okay. Joe, the other Joe says, 
Uh, this episode has the series record for most Watson and Sherlock quoting, uh, quote unquote, awakenings at five. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. What is what is the worst and best way you have ever been woken up? This is a great. This is a great question. Right away, I would say the thing that comes to my mind as a terrible way to be woken up is um, I was a kid having a dream about peeing in the bed. No, no, no. Turned out to not be a dream. <laughs> oh, a classic <laughs> scenario. It's. I think uh, it's happened to the, the best and the worst of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the peeing dream awakening. It's peeing dream. <laughs> Horrible. Anyway, uh, best? I don't know. I think I've been woken by, like, a dog at, at least once. <laughs> that sounds nice. Yeah. How about you? Um, the first thing I came, that came to my mind wasn't even like a waking up experience. It was this story that I remember from my childhood of my mom like coming in to like shut my uh, nightlight off or something while, mm-hmm. while I was asleep. And apparently like fully still asleep, I just sat up in bed and like my eyes opened and I said, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, splash me in the face. And then I like went back to sleep. imagine what that must have been like for her oh my god <laughs> baby summer is just like it's urgent i need to be awake Quick. um that being said i've actually had quite a few like now that i'm thinking about it i've had so many like bug related awakenings that it's oh no I, yeah okay so when i was a really little kid like a toddler uh, I was stung by a scorpion in my sleep, which holy shit woke me up, and I was screaming and crying, and I didn't know what happened. And then they found it under the bed. Um, and where then, was this? That was in uh, Texas, so <laughs> you know how it is there. <laughs> I'm never going to Texas. <laughs> uh, and then, like a few years, maybe like six or seven years ago now, uh, I was like staying at, at Noah's place before we were like. Uh, living in the same place and they before you were married before we were married <laughs> <laughs> and they're from florida so that's another you know whole uh, thing yeah. and i was awoken by having a giant uh do you know what a palmetto bug is no it's it's like a like a nightmare roach essentially <laughs> <laughs> okay it's, it's it's like five inches long oh. and like it's yeah, it's like as thick as a hot dog, and it's all slimy and Jesus. It's like something out of a like a Men in Black movie. Uh, so uh-huh. yeah, I woke up with one of those in my hand, uh, which Ugh. was not particularly fun. And then literally like a week ago, I was awoken <laughs> by a spider crawling up my arm. Just a big yeah. old spider that like went oh my into my po- the palm of my hand and crawled right up my arm. Oh woke me no. Up. Uh, and that was, those are my, yeah, my bugs. You have the wrong kind of Snow White energy, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Snow goth, snow dark. <laughs> yeah. God, that is, that is horrible. Don't even want to make a joke about something five inches long and the size of a hot dog. I just am, I'm in too <laughs> terrible of a mood. <laughs> well, do you have any good ways that you have been woken up i love to be awoken by a loved one nothing mm. quite like it mm. you wake up That's and you're true. like 
what are we going to do today? And you don't have work or anything. That's the yeah. Best. It's nice when somebody wakes you up by just like kind of like putting their hand on you and like nudging yeah. you a little bit. Like a little like hair pet, that kind of thing. Yes. And the yes. sun coming in through the window and it's just like a really natural sort of Yes. Exactly. Oh. That kind of awakening. It's what Beautiful. I live for. I always love to be woken up on the weekend and like remember that I don't have anything. Yes, exactly. Just... There's nothing to do. Just chilling. You could even stay in bed all day if you mm-hmm. wanted to. Love that. That's good. That's very good. And those were our questions. Thank you to everyone for the questions. I very much enjoyed them. I loved them. I mean, I, di- I didn't enjoy your answer, but I'm. it was interesting <laughs> to hear. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. Like... <laughs> I guess I should have done like a like a content warning before that or something. Like I oh, guess I, I mentioned bugs. No, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just I I'm I'm awestruck by the idea of that large of a bug existing. Yeah, I would say Google it, but don't. It's not yeah. worth it. It's not worth the trauma. It's like a a pet that a, a wizard would have or something. Oh yeah, they fly. So like yeah, oh. yeah. No. It's, it's like the worst. Yeah, no. Well, anyway. Um, Element OP, again, that was uh, from our Discord. Element OP also has a Twitter at Element OP Cast um, on Twitter. And uh, I'm Val Flightcub. You can find me at Flightcub on Twitter. Uh, the second B stands for Big Bug. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Summer, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Stellar Ghost. Uh, and then there's lots of other things that you can find that I usually talk about on there. So you can find it from there. Like your wonderful art and your music. Yay. Oh, I remembered what that other podcast was called. It's a quote killer chronicles. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Do you want me to uh, take that audio and put it at the beginning when we were talking about it? Nah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) A a fun fact is that um, regular listeners of element OP We'll already know what your your handle is because I, I thank you at the end of every episode for the lovely pod art that you provided. Aw, yeah. Yeah. And say thank you to Noah as well um, for the, the intro music. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. You guys are a, a talented couple. <laughs> and uh, I would also like to say thank you to, to Matt, Matt and GameCube for Noise Space, the host of this podcast and other podcasts. Noisepace.xyz, you can find... Elemental P, you can find my other podcast, Zero to Zero. You can find Nightmare and Era, Fear Baiting, Camarocho Radio, all kinds of stuff. Do you listen to Noise Space? Me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love a Noise Space. I know, it was a softball question. <laughs> I sure do. Oh, my pod cabbages. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess I keep thinking of City Girls Make Do because we were both in the uh, City Girls Make Do Discord as well. For sure. They're doing like a the OC now. The OC, the OC. yes. <laughs> County girls make do. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, summer. Thank you for being my guest today. Thank you for letting me guest today. You are more than welcome to come back anytime. Yay! <laughs> and with that, uh, thank you for listening. This marble will keep on rolling. Ooh. Okay, bye. Bye, bye. She's watching the detectives. Ooh, it's so cute. She's watching the detectives.